Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. In this episode, we're reviewing Newcastle's 1-0 victory over Blackburn Rovers in the EFL Cup. Ryan Fraser's goal on his debut was enough to secure a place in the third round against League 2 Morecambe next week. But it wasn't a game that Newcastle dominated. They were largely battered by Blackburn Rovers who just couldn't find the goal. We're going to hear from Lee Ryder, Newcastle head coach Steve Bruce and Kieran Kelly and everything is Black and White Podcast. So Newcastle have made it through to the third round of the EFL Cup for the first time in three years. Unfortunately, there were no fans to see it. It's in James Park, of course, because of the COVID restrictions. But a goal from Ryan Fraser was enough to secure victory. It wasn't a game that will last long in the memory. In fact, if you were one of the few that paid to watch it over on the Carabao Cup website, you may be looking how to get a refund because Newcastle United were second best for large parts of the game. And if Blackburn had had a striker who could finish, Adam Armstrong did come on late on, then Newcastle probably would have been out of this. Mark Gillespie has had a debut um, he last played for Newcastle. He was released for New- uh, from Newcastle at the age of 16, and he started tonight. And he made two key saves, two crucial saves, right after one another, and um, which kept Newcastle in front in this game. And without that, well, yeah, Newcastle would have most certainly have gone out. Two really good saves. Um, and yeah, it was just a bit disjointed. Ten changes, so maybe you expect that. Joel Linton came in for Callum Wilson and didn't impress at all. Few did. Miggy looked good. Miggy Almiron and Kieran Clark impressed. Uh, Emil Kraft did quite well. Um, Alan Maximum came off the bench. Ryan Fraser, not fully fit, but he grabbed the goal and plenty of running as well. So he did enough to catch the eye. We'll hear from Lee Ryder now, who was up at the ground. All over St. James Park, Newcastle United safely through to round three to face Morecambe next week. But, you know, overall... This performance was far from a classic. Uh, Blackburn were probably the better side. They pressured Newcastle all the way. They created more chances and they really put that goal under pressure. Man the match for Newcastle was Mark Gillespie. So fantastic that he's come in and got a clean sheet uh, on his debut. Credit to Ryan Fraser as well, um, putting in a, a good performance despite not being fully match fit, getting the winner, getting 57 minutes in the tank. So some positives for Newcastle, but as I say, overall, uh, a little bit disappointing with the, the, the performance against the championship side. Um, but Newcastle won't complain. They're through this third round for the only the, um, well, they haven't done it for, thir- for three years. So it's, it's been some time. Uh, Steve Bruce quite happy with that after the game. Um, praising his, his, his new goalkeeper and knows that um, they'll have another tough tie next week at Morgan where there, again there will be more changes but two wins to start the season two clean sheets let's not get too down about it uh, Newcastle have started the season with a smile on their face 
So just a quick note, we're now over on YouTube at the Everything is Black and White podcast. And if you're liking what you're hearing, why not come and see what we're producing? We'd really like you to hit subscribe. We're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook. We'd really like the likes, the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support, we can't get very far. So thanks very much for listening. There we have Lee Ryder looking on the positives of tonight's game. Two victories to start the 2020-21 campaign and a bit of a foundation to build on, which is always good. And I'm sure Steve Bruce next week will be wanting a much improved performance against Morgan. And of course, this Sunday against Brighton as well. Uh, but against Morgan next week, we'll probably see maybe a few more first team members start and hopefully they sail through the fourth round. We'll now hear from Kieran Kelly and get his views on tonight's victory. So now joined by Kieran Kelly. Kieran... Not the best of matches for Newcastle. Maybe the fans were quite pleased that they weren't there to witness that. What did you make of it? Because, I mean, they weren't they weren't a threat really to, to Blackburn and Blackburn. I spoke to the reporter there from Lancashire Live, our sister paper, and he said to me, yeah. I was questioning who the Premier League side was. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's uh, not, not very just common, is it? Um, I think, to be fair to Blackburn, um, you know, just as kind of West Ham were... We're poor, you know, the other night without Blackburn were very good tonight. You have to give credit to the opposition, recognise what they've done and they're a real fearless side and you just thought if they had had a, a striker with a cutting edge up front, they they would have taken to penalties at the very least and um, while they didn't necessarily have too many clear-cut opportunities, the amount of times they were getting in behind, I thought um, time and time again, Newcastle just stood off them, whether it was from the front, I didn't think the forwards particularly pressed high, whether that was an instruction or not. But in midfield, it just got so easy for Blackburn to ping the ball about and the amount of times they've come into Newcastle's box and no one was really closing them down to the last second. And um, I think against championship team, you know, admittedly, the you know, these cup games, anything can happen. But I think we're just looking for a bit more from Newcastle. You know, I, I, I can see why the performance was disjointed. You made 10 changes. Um, a lot of those players obviously needed minutes. But considering some of the quality that was in that team, you got Richie, Sean Longstaff, um, obviously Almiron and, and Fraser, that quality showed. But it, it just, it, it was tough. And it was kind of a almost a throwback to some of those cup ties in recent years. You know, there's a reason why Newcastle generally haven't got to the third round. You know, it's often been a slog. I know they had a tough tie last season, but, you know, they went out to Nottingham Forest the previous two years before that. Um, I think they've only got to the quarterfinals twice in the Carabao Cup in the Ashley years. So it's always been, um, you know, it's not been a tournament maybe Spurs have got too excited about, but this season I do think it's a real opportunity for them. So, I just hope they're a lot better against Morecambe next week because they're going to have to be. Yeah, it's a very tough challenge. League two side, but you'd expect Newcastle to get through. You mentioned there the 10 changes. There were a lot of players who had the chance to prove themselves and to remind Steve Bruce that they were capable of playing in the Premier League first yeah. team. And for me, a lot of them just passed the game, passed them by. I mean, we look at... Um, Joe Linton, for example, I mean, he he was ju- he just looked lost, and we we were kind of discussing this before we we've come on the podcast here, yeah. and the case of how much time is he going to get in it when everyone's fit because he's clearly not a centre forward in my opinion. And I think he proved that today. Um, he seems to want to drop deep, but when you're the number nine, when you're the the man 
getting the goals, he can't be doing that. And it just, I, I feel sorry for him, but what did you make of his performance? Because to, to me, just he just he looked lost. Yeah, I think we, you know, you, you always go into a new season hoping when a sign's not had a, a good first season that, you know, that time will, will be really valuable to them. And I think I, I, I said this before, you know, the the least I, I would have wanted from Joe Linton was for him to have had a full pre-season again, to have had the best possible build-up into a new season. And of course it hasn't, you know, with him missing so much of the pre-season, you know, training with the players, let alone playing, uh, I think he only played in one or if even two of the games. And um, as I said, a lot of those players today, they, they needed minutes and he certainly needed minutes. And you're looking at him and I think we, we all recognise he's, he's not a centre forward. And I mean, he was essentially the alternative because he wasn't going to use Carroll or Wilson. So who else was going to play and lead the line? And he kind of got um, put into that, you know, the round peg square hole thing again. Um, but for me, you know, like you say, you're looking at kind of the options they have now in those areas he likes to play in, whether it be, you know, just behind the striker on the left or the right. They're so well covered now. You know, even if you look at the players who won't start, um, on Sunday, say against Brighton, you know, say if Almiron doesn't come back in the team, um, you know, Hendrick potentially play on the right again. Uh, you've Matt Ritchie, you've got Ryan Fraser, Anson Maximan, you know, they, they've got good options now. So you're kind of, you're, 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 it's always the case with big signings when it doesn't go well the first season, second season, you're waiting for that moment where it clicks and um, we're, we're still waiting for it. And it, it, yeah, it, 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 for me personally, it can be a bit of a hard watch because you obviously don't want to see see someone struggle like that. But um, I think it's kind of the excuses that maybe ran through a year ago. You know, it, it's it's just not really working. And you're kind of thinking, is it going to work for him? And how long do you give him? And I think having had, having had now more than a year at the club, we, we just need to see those signs from him. And Tonight was a chance for him. Tonight was a chance for a few of those players. But yeah, I'd be very surprised if he was starting on Sunday, put it that way. Concentrate on a few positives then. We mentioned Ryan Fraser there. He grabbed a goal on his debut. You know, obviously not fully fit yet, but a good run out, a good finish. And Al Miron as well, who for whatever reason wasn't playing yeah. against West Ham in the Premier League opener. He came off that well, he started. Um, tonight and, and he put in a real good shift and people talking on Twitter about Kieran uh, Clark and uh, Emil Kraft as well Mark Gillespie yeah. excellent saves by the keeper so a few positives um, to mention there Any, which one stood out for you? Yeah I think all those those players I, I'd agree to completely I thought um, you know that first half Almiron was the difference really you know that, that piece of quality that reverse pass uh brilliant brilliant moments it was a moment that lit up the whole game to be honest and I think um, what's been great about him is obviously you know he, only Dubravka started more league games last season I think for Newcastle and I think he probably was surprised not to be the starting lineup against West Ham but he came on then made a huge impact in setting up Hendricks second goal uh, Newcastle second goal rather and then he comes back into the starting 11 and again he makes a big impact you know two assists we waited a while for him to get his first assist last season, but he's got two and two now. And I think out of everyone, probably he'll, he'll have given Bruce the biggest selection headache ahead of uh, 
game against Brighton really because he he uh, is link up player with Fraser. You know, you wouldn't have known they'd never played together. I thought they're they're on the same wavelength, particularly in the last fifteen minutes of the first half. And um, you know that that's really encouraging for Bruce going forward. Um, I think Fraser, you know, to get an hour, I think he had that that was really important. And he looked, you wouldn't have thought he hadn't played since March. You know, he's he's very hungry. Uh, it was one one brilliant sign tackle even made, you know, when Newcastle were kind of standing off and Blackburn were just pinging it around along the back. He actually went in and, and, and threw a tackle in, which uh, caught my eye and, and the finish was good as well. And Gillespie, I agree. Yeah, I thought, you know, I kind of felt a bit sad, sorry for him in a way that, you know, you you make your, your debut for your boyhood club and there's no one there at the, the stadium, uh, no supporters to see it, but that'll be a night you'll never forget. I thought, you know, it was one of the, the big stories of the summer in a way, you know, that you released at 16 or whatever it was, or even before then, and uh, you, you come back and to play so so soon after signing, probably no one expected that, but as much as that's down to Dubravka's injury, it's probably his performances in training as well, and he made a couple of good saves, and some of the catches he made late on kind of eased the pressure, so... That was a huge night for him and I don't think it'll be the last appearance he'll make. It'll be interesting to see if he'll play against Morecambe next week. So Kira, we're now going to hear from Newcastle United head coach Steve Bruce, who was quite brutal in his appraisal of tonight's game. I thought it was quite refreshing to hear. Here's what Steve Bruce had to say. The only bit of quality that we showed all night really was the goal. It was a great ball and a great run and uh, Ryan stuck it in, but it was fair to say it was a struggle for us against a very, very decent Blackburn team. I'd be disappointed if I was in Tony's shoes now losing losing that game, but hey, that's the cut and that's the way it is, but uh, certainly we'd be a lot better for the game. So what did you make of that, Kieran? He's right, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's nice to do that honestly. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the thing about him is that, uh, I think he... As I said before, he's kind of always quite level. You know, when the West Ham game, I don't think he would have got too carried away with that performance. And this game, I don't think he'll be, you know, down in the dumps about it. He he knows that they they have to play better than they did tonight uh, going forward. But equally, you know, they're into the next round. That's what he'll be clinging to. You know, as I said, Newcastle, you know, it's four years since they, they made it into this stage, which is utterly remarkable. But... Um, I do feel this is a competition that if they can just somehow get that squad management right, they, there's no reason why potentially they couldn't make the quarterfinals, you know. And um, I think all the fans would, would love them to have a cup run, you know. They have such a proud tradition in the Cups and I think we, we all enjoyed last season, you know, even just getting to the last day of the FA Cup, it was something to get behind and um, I think the Carabao Cup could really open up, you know, because the so-called pre-favourites are, are all going to rotate as well so if they can get past Morecambe next week you know you're, you're only a couple of wins away from, from it getting really serious so uh, yeah it's a, it's a big opportunity for So just a quick note we're now over on YouTube at the Everything Is Black and White podcast and if you're liking what you're hearing why not come and see what we're producing we'd really like you to hit subscribe we're also over on Instagram at Chronicle NUFC and in the usual place on Twitter and Facebook we'd really like the likes the reviews and the subscriptions because without your continued support we can't get very far so thank you very much for listening